Hello and welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast, not another sports podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. Make sure you follow me on all social media at Rob was there. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kevin and Jordan. Yeah, what's up? This is Kevin. You can follow me on Instagram at ShineKevo. And you can also follow my music page at ViceCity underscore Kevo. Yeah, and this is Jordan. You can follow me on Twitter at this underscore guy 11. You can follow me on my new Instagram at underscore this guy 11. And you can follow the sports pages on Instagram. I mean, yeah, on Instagram and Facebook at Not Another Sports Podcast. And on Twitter at N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Yeah, yes. Um, disappointingly, I think that's a word. Uh, Alabama took their first loss yesterday. Uh, it's kind of disappointing, but I don't really see how it's going to really shake things up too much. As a matter of fact, the, um, the AP poll we, uh, rankings have just came out. And LSU's one, Ohio State's two, Clemson is three, and Alabama's number four. We figured this was going to happen. Georgia and LSU still have to play each other. Ohio State and Penn State had to play each other. Penn State lost last night, too. But either way, we, we're going to be fine. So, yeah, how y'all feel about the new rankings and how college football has changed since Alabama lost? I'm going to take this from a different perspective. I um I understand that we're still in it, but... Um, I didn't get to watch the game yesterday. I was at Kevin's reception, enjoying myself. <coughs> um, I, from based off of the information that I was given off of people that I trust on Facebook and from my brother, I was told that basically we were trying to do too much. We were not completing drives. We didn't, and we weren't playing like a team. We were trying to we were trying to play for draft stock because we knew that this was a big game and that everybody was watching. But that's not how you beat people, especially talented teams. Like, you have to play as a team to beat people. Like, you can't just go out there and just say our talent is enough. Like, you have to be a well-oiled machine and come out looking well. I'm not, one, I'm not going to make the, mis- the excuse because I didn't watch the game. But I feel like I was told that Tua's injury was evident and I feel like that could help our resume but other than that I really don't know what else can help our resume like the fact that we lost at home to a good team that like that'll help but it's still a loss we don't have that quality win that we've always had that we can count on to put us in the playoffs so yeah we definitely need help I feel like the rest of the season will play out and I feel like we do have a great shot to get in but unfortunately I feel like and I've been saying this all season I feel like we're not a playoff team like yeah we we're good enough on offense but our defense has been terrible all season we don't get off the field on third down we don't tackle well granted we've had some injuries at linebacker but the the young linebackers have been playing good it's been the the dbs playing terrible like we not covering nobody we look trash on defense we've been having to outscore everybody and i i felt like eventually that was gonna catch up to us i didn't think that we were gonna lose to lsu i definitely didn't but i i said at the beginning of the season this isn't your typical lsu team like this team is built different and they showed that yesterday apparently like i don't 
I don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like we have a lot to work on and we definitely need to get it fixed before time, before we go into anybody's playoff and play anybody. Shoot, we can beat everybody that we play, but we can also lose to everybody that we play because we don't cover anybody. Man, I don't know about everybody. We can. Yeah, but, but okay. Say so everybody that would make the playoffs, okay. we could. So about at least like four or five teams. Right. That's it. <laughs> Not everybody. It's some teams. That I would say maybe Oregon. That's the only team I feel like Ooh. that could make the playoffs that we wouldn't like. We know for a fact we wouldn't lose to. I won't. I won't say that one either because they Oregon is known for speed. Y'all don't have no DB. So if they if they can eat y'all. See, on but the outside, we have Kevin. They're not gonna eat us up on the outside. They they're a run. They're a speed run team, and our our um, D line and our linebackers are fast. We cover sideline to sideline, so that's not gonna work. It'd be a good game. I would like to see that game. I actually. would like to see that game as well. But um, yeah, other than that, I feel like like he said, it's gonna work itself out because I feel like I f- personally feel like um, Georgia can lose to the team that doesn't need to be named, and I feel like. Um, if Georgia loses to them and beats LSU, which I don't really see, I feel like at this point LSU is going undefeated in the regular season, and they're gonna win the SEC. But um, I feel like if Georgia could beat, if Georgia loses to them and then beats um, LSU, we right back in it. If um, Ohio State loses to Penn State, we're right back in it. So. I, I mean, our season's not over, but I'm definitely, definitely disappointed in how we, how the last night transpired. Um, I don't think, I don't think Alabama's season is over. Um, I think the committee's going to look at it in different perspectives, in a, quite a few perspectives. Alabama just looked horrible the first half. You know, they was down by 20, but still only lost the game by five. Like they showed that they was competitive. Once the game really just settled down and they played to their potential, like they usually play and wasn't making all those mistakes, turnovers, penalties and stuff that was killing them in the first half, they showed that they was the better team than LSU. They pretty much dominated the second half from again, we was at my reception, so we wasn't really in tune with the game and stuff, but once I got home and and, and checked it out and whatnot. It really looked like Alabama was the better team than LSU in the second half when they actually showed up to play. I have a speculation Tua was still hurt, but why would you put Tua out there? You you why would you put Tua out there if he's not 100% healthy? You you have faith in your backup quarterback. You should have put him out there. But um, I don't feel like their season is over. They did open the door for Oklahoma and Oregon to be mentioned again because they both have um, championship games they have to play. Um, I feel like Oregon is probably the biggest um, biggest threat to make it into the four because I do not see Clemson losing at all. Um, I have Ohio State losing to Penn State, even though Penn State just lost to Minnesota. And the next team is LSU. I don't think Georgia is going to lose to Auburn, but I do think Georgia is going to beat LSU. And when Georgia beats LSU, it gives... Georgia one loss, LSU one loss, Alabama one loss. Well, at least well, we'll open the you know Pandora's box because now you have a one loss Georgia, a one loss LSU, a one loss Alabama, a one loss Oregon, a one loss um, 
Oklahoma. Oklahoma, a one loss Oregon, and a one loss Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So you would have seven teams that's one loss, and now you have to look at those seven teams and decide the strength of schedule, championship, how they lost, who they lost to. And then now when you're going through that process, you can probably eliminate Oklahoma. As much as I want to see Jalen Hurts get a redemption story and actually win, you know, win a championship with Oklahoma because of how the situation happened in Alabama, him and his team messing up against TCU? Kansas. Kansas. Kansas, Kansas, Kansas State. Yeah, purple team. And then they almost lost to Oregon State. Didn't they play Oregon State yesterday? Hmm. I think so. Oklahoma. Yeah, obviously we weren't by a TV all day yesterday, so we don't know. <laughs> but even with that one loss to Kansas State, Kansas State is the top 25 team right now. It's it's not a bad loss, but it's a bad loss when you start comparing them to the other 17. Yeah, I, but they won by one point, right? Right. Yeah, I knew, so, I, I knew that was what happened. So even with that, they're not looking impressive right now, so you can eliminate them. Boom. Now you have Alabama. You know, they have one lost team that LSU – then win the conference, then make it to the conference championship. Now you got to go off pedigree, strength of schedule, and do you believe in See, the only thing? Excuse me. The only thing I think we have over them is pedigree, and we don't really have a strength of schedule. Exactly. Who do but, we play? Texas A&M? But the pedigree, the belief in Nick Saban, and just the constant belief that nobody else can beat Alabama probably like besides LSU. Simply off money, we'll get in. If that's we if, if we go in our politics, yeah. that, we'll that too. Get in. So our that's team, our team is gonna travel no matter where we play at. Yeah. So you eliminate Oregon. Alabama's still a big possibility. I mean, you eliminate Oklahoma. Alabama a big possibility. Then you go down to Georgia. Georgia, a one-loss team, has a very bad loss to South Carolina, but beat LSU, who beat Alabama, who's been undefeated, number one team in the SEC championship. The SEC champion. I feel like Georgia would get in due to the simple fact that they are an SEC champion and that they beat LSU, a top-five team, even though they have a bad loss, it will overcome that. So if Georgia do what they have to do and run the table, they will be in. Then you have Oregon, who had a bad loss to Auburn, but actually should have won that game if you really paid attention to that game and stuff. And it was the first game of the season. I don't feel the committee is going to hold them to it because since that very moment, Oregon has been manslaughtering everybody and, and, and look like the team that everybody projected them to be. Uh, only reason I don't think they're going to mess with Oregon, though, is because they literally play nobody else. They play but, nobody else. But they will play a Utah team who's actually pretty good. Oh, yeah, and they're a top 10 team. So they scripted like that's this is when you open Pandora box because if they go run the table beat or beat Utah and at that very moment Utah would be a six seven eight nine ten rank. It'd probably be like five. They, Utah? Yeah. You think Utah would be like five? They're undefeated right now. I think. They're undefeated right now, but I yeah okay They're like so, six or seven. Yeah, they are like I think they are six right now. So yeah, so you beat them now you already instantly boost your resume above Oklahoma. Above Alabama, so now you now you battling with Georgia, and then you will have Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State, once they lose to Penn State, they will not be considered anymore because they won't make it to their conference championship, and that one loss is gonna hurt them. They're not gonna get in, and they're in the same division with Penn State, so it's gonna mess them up tremendously. And then Penn State has a loss with last night to Minnesota, so if Penn State doesn't beat Ohio State. They're already out because they already have a loss. So Penn State got to run the table. If they run the table, do what they got to do, they're in. So, and then Ohio State, vice versa. They run the table, do what they got to do, they're in. I would mention there's an 18. Minnesota is undefeated right now. Got a good win. If they run the table, beat Ohio State, 
they possibly is going to jump into the oh, final four. They, they, they definitely in because right yeah. now they were 17 beat a four seed. They're probably going to be a top 10 team today yeah. or tomorrow Tuesday. or Tuesday when the um, committee do their rankings. So they're going to jump from 17 to the top 10 and you're going to have Ohio State, Penn State and Minnesota in the top 10 because Penn State probably going to drop from four to like seven. I don't think it's Georgia, gonna be interesting. I don't think Georgia gonna beat LSU. I feel like they don't score enough points. Their, their defense has really been winning games for them because people can't really put up points against them. But and, LSU spreads the ball out and they make you have to cover their receivers. I don't think Georgia can. I think Georgia has more. I mean, I think LSU has better skill position players than Georgia that, does. That defense crazy, though. Like, I would say Georgia's defense at this moment is playing better than Alabama's defense. I get it's, that, it's, it's, it's looking way better than Alabama's defense. But Joe Burrow. Is right. I don't think – I think LSU going to put up too many. They're still going to be able to score, and I don't think that um, Georgia can score with them. Georgia's defense – They receivers – it depends on the receivers. Georgia's offense is averaging, like – 30, 20 something points a game. Well, I say like 29, something like that. Yeah, they put 30. Up, they put up 27 on um, Missouri. They yeah. only put up 21 against Kentucky. Them playing in Atlanta will give them an, an advantage. Oh, yeah. I feel, I feel like since it's, you know, since it's the SEC championship, they're playing in Atlanta and they're not playing Alabama. Yeah, I think. This, um, will give I'm still them. debating on if I want to go to that game or not. I feel like that would give them uh, more than a 52% chance to win that game. <laughs> That's weird. 52, you know how to do the analytics type thing. I won't go 50-50. I say 52% chance due to the simple fact that they're playing at home. It's the SEC championship. Their defense is legit. They have a championship-type defense. And I'm not a big believer in Joe Burrow. I don't care what he's been doing. They ain't, you know, I'm not a big believer in him. I haven't seen him in a big moment. This is the same dude. Last year, who threw three interceptions against Alabama last year? You know, you know, a year you can show progression, but I don't think he showed that much progression. So LSU still has to show me something. If they beat Georgia, of course they're in. But it's, it's a lot of what ifs. A lot of these, those eight teams that I just mentioned, literally all control their own destiny. Mm, we don't. Mm-hmm. I, I, no, Alabama don't control their own destiny. Oklahoma don't. Oklahoma don't lose. One more game. They still got Baylor. They still got to play. They Baylor. still got to play Baylor. But see, but they, they, but they, even if they went out, they don't control their own destiny because they messed up against Kansas State. So yeah. it was like oh, they haven't been con- winning convincingly like they were at the beginning of the year. Exactly. They won yesterday, but they won by one point. And if it comes down to it, if it comes down to it, Clemson might be undefeated and they might win the ACC. But if they look at these other eight teams, Clemson might be pushed out. Nah. But they defend the champions. I'm not going to say they'll push out Clemson over a one-loss. Like, all – you saying all one-loss teams over like, a Clemson? Like, all of these eight teams. Like, a, um, okay, not – I'm going to say not Oklahoma, not a Oregon, but a, a Georgia, a Penn State, um, a Georgia, a Penn State, if it comes down to undefeated, is a Minnesota, Clemson, and yeah. Alabama. Those four teams could possibly push Clemson out. Minnesota wouldn't push Clemson out. Undefeated Minnesota team. Well, after Ohio the Ohio State, State game. After maybe. after beating Penn State and Ohio State and winning it. the Big Ten. You got it. You got it. You know, AC, Clemson finna play who in the ACC championship? Got Duke. It. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, yeah, like, 
and then you struggled against Carolina. The only way Minnesota wouldn't get in in that situation is if Penn State beat Ohio State. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah, because then they would have beat Penn State twice, which isn't as impressive. Because you already beat them. Right. So it's like, yeah. So, really, it's, these teams control their own destiny. It's interesting to watch, you know. It this just furthers my claim that they need a 16, 18 playoffs because we're not getting the fourth best, the four best teams in the land, and if we haven't since the since they started this, you know. Right. So it's it's not, and I don't feel like you can just college is college is not the NFL. In the NFL, you can say these are the four best teams in the NFL, and this is why. See, we it, we still argue to this day about if Ohio State was better than Baylor. We still like, argue we shouldn't to have that day. debate. TCU, remember the first <laughs> right. year? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, TCU like, should We shouldn't have that debate. Like, all three of those teams should have been in the playoffs. Exactly. And then let them, let them go from there. And it, This is college football. In college football, you're going to have at least six to eight teams that are quality teams that you could be like, this team can definitely win the championship if they had a chance. You know? And you don't really see that until you stiffen with stiffer competition. Competition, but why have a top ten if you're not gonna really see who's the top ten teams? Right. So in my opinion, have the top best six, eight teams play each other. One, eight, two, seven, three, four. I like eight. Well, eight, um, eight would be better. You have like a two, three week playoff. You um. You, know, you have the the first round play in at the school. Then you have. The second round would be Rose Bowl, the, uh, Sugar Bowl type thing. Yeah, whatever isn't already the uh, semifinal game. Exactly. Well, whatever. Yeah. And whatever. they t- they at first they was making excuses saying uh, it depends on that that that's hard because they're college kids, which y'all they're getting paid now. They well they're assuming to get paid, so their college kids getting money. They can't. Um, that's too much for them to travel coast to coast. If you schedule it the right way. You that won't worry. Like if Oregon has to play L, uh, see, I say, wouldn't be a say, fan of sixteen teams. That that's not it. No, not sixteen. Yeah, no, not sixteen because then you then that's, you have that's average watered teams. down. Yeah, then you got average teams in there that you know right have no shot. But it's when you say, but I just named eight teams that have a possibility already to win the championship right. plus the four. Mm-hmm. But. You know they play each other. They they knock each other, build, you know, knocking each other off. So it's gonna at the end of the day, it's gonna be six, eight teams, right. because a lot of these teams are in the same conference, same division. So why not get the six, eight team? You can't tell me there's only one good team in the SEC. You can't tell me there's only one good team in the Big Twelve. Stuff like that. Well, certain, certain, you know, certain teams. In the Pac-12, there's only two good teams. In the SEC, you got like four. Right. You know, I would love to see Florida have another shot again in the playoffs because they will be. The six another of, shot in the playoffs. I mean, not. Okay. Okay. I would love to see Florida <laughs> get into the playoffs because I do feel like they're one of the best eight teams in the country. You know, they and the, their losses were to two of the other eight best teams in the country. So it's like it's certain te- it's certain things I would I would like to see that they should build on. But. Yo, if you liking what you're hearing on Not Another Sports Podcast, make sure you follow us on all social media. 
Not Another Sports Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And on Twitter is N underscore A underscore S underscore podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support. Make sure you continue to stay up tuned and update with everything Not Another Sports Podcast. Now back to our show. Welcome back. Um, everybody was ready to jump off. The, everybody was ready to jump on the Clippers bandwagon um, after one night. But at the end of two weeks, my Lakers had the best record in the NBA. That's all I wanted to say. How y'all feel about the NBA? <laughs> um, well, I was on their bandwagon before the two weeks. I mean, the before the first night, and I'm technically still on there. But um, I. I don't know. I still feel like they beat y'all. So one, I don't understand what the issue is. Them. But I mean, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> but they beat y'all. This man Kawhi ain't got time. Got no more PTO days. See, all I'm saying is I don't care about what the Lakers do the rest of the to the rest of the league. Whatever they do between the Clippers, that's what I'm gonna pay attention to. I've stated that I'm probably not gonna watch the NBA until Christmas. I'm probably not going to watch until that game. Like, I'm probably not going to watch the games before that. That'll be the first one I watch. Um, unfortunately, the Warriors still play on Christmas. So, there's that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like the Clippers are still the best team in the league. They just don't have the best record. But, as Brendan stated off the air, the first season of the the first month of the league, I mean, of the season doesn't count. So I'm just using what he said. None of this counts. So the Lakers don't have the best record. <laughs> but um, really, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like those two are going to be in the Western Conference Finals. Like, everybody knows this. Unless somehow um, one of the Lakers players gets hurt. <coughs> They'll. That's going to be the Western Conference Finals. I don't really care about the West, the rest of the West. I'm really focusing on the East because I feel like the Heat are doing what they need to be doing. And nobody is talking about it. Like, we lost to the Heat. I mean, we lost to the Lakers. We lost to the Nuggets. And we lost to the Hawks. All, all really good teams. Um, nobody wants to give the Hawks their credit. But like I said a couple of years ago, I was just playing at the time. But... Like, there was a little bit of truth in it. I was like, the Hawks going to win the finals in, like, three years. Everybody's like, ah, 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 But I was basically saying they're going to be great. I mean, they're going to be good. They just need their young talent to get better and put more pieces around it. And that's really what they've been doing. And, like, I feel like the Heat, we, we found that piece with Jimmy Butler that we can build around. And we also have found good pieces in the draft to support him and none in Hero. Like, of course, everybody knew when we took Hero early in the draft that he was going to be, like, we were expecting him to be good. But nobody expected when we took none that, well, we didn't take him. We, he was an undrafted free agent. But when we signed him, nobody was expecting him to do this. So we have, like, two legitimate uh, rookie of the year candidates on one roster. Like, our team is built to be competitive in a weaker East. I feel like with Jimmy Butler, we it could lead us to the finals, but I don't know. 
I don't. I'm not ready to claim us as a finals team. Where I'm ready to say we can. I definitely think we have the talent to make it. Um, this season, I was excited for this NBA season due to all the parody that's going on in the league and everything else was to come. Uh, as it started off, the it started off pretty rough with LeBron and them losing to the Clippers. It wasn't a good look. It, um, how they started off but then Danny Green did an interview and was like Anthony Davis still getting into shape basketball shape still getting into Anthony Davis type shape we gotta give him time and then you also gotta think they still meshing and forming together and stuff like that the Clippers are I expected the Clippers to be like solid from the jump because they're mainly bringing back their whole team from last year the only people that they're a good team yeah I'm saying like I'm not saying right. that, I'm not saying I know I'm saying I'm just saying it, it like, was a playoff team without Kawhi and Paul George they won 44 games in the west so, they was a good team without Kawhi and Paul George. So, adding Paul George and Kawhi was just a, a level up. So, I, I expected them to already come out the gate, you know, well, well all Because Kawhi, all you got to do is plug him in with these folks and then that's it. And then Paul George is going to be the same. So, it's not much of, not much they have to really work on besides getting their offense together. Because defensively, they was already stout. They have, they have less to do than what the Lakers have to do when it comes to, you know, forming together, learning how to play with one another. But since that that game, everybody was talking about how LeBron watched and LeBron's not the best player in the league and LeBron can't do this in year 17 and LeBron can't do this at age 35. LeBron has been absolutely a monster and has absolutely been the best player in the league since opening night with Kawhi Leonard resting before you even play 10 games. You taking you taking Low management. Still no more PPO. Right. I mean, I understand. I don't. I'm not I don't saying get that. I don't. I don't. You, I. You can't tell me you the best player in the league. I mean, I man. definitely am not. I told y'all. I don't think that Kawhi has been the best player in the league yet. But I Never. feel I. I get it Never. because he's been injured in the past. He's and his team is good enough where they can win without him. Why not have him two help years him? in a row though? I mean, to, I'm I'm going off the. I Kawhi. feel like it's more of a a culture thing than a Kawhi thing. Exactly. But I'm going off of people saying Kawhi's the best player in the league. Well, talent, yeah. talent wise, LeBron Kawhi's not better than LeBron. He's not better than KD. And who else do we put in the top three? I give. Well, when you start going through that, you probably say three, four, five. You know, depending on how you feel about a James Harden. Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, okay. He's not better than Anthony Davis. Talent-wise. The only reason I would say he's not better than Anthony Davis is because <laughs> Anthony Davis is bigger. Like, Anthony Davis can do what Kawhi does as a bigger man, which makes that more Make that, yeah. So, like, and I don't ever, I never thought Anthony Davis, I mean, um, Kawhi Leonard was a top one player, like the best player in the league. Top five, yes. Top ten, he was working his way up. He was out, he was a top ten player, but he done worked his way, elevated himself to the top five. And then when you go to the the Giannis fact, do he have that imposing threat like Giannis? I don't know. That's when I start debating: is he better than Giannis or not? But Giannis has been showing that he can shoot the three consistently. But consistently now, he's he's on a mission right now, and they sitting right now at six and three. So. The Bucks have a um, the Bucks. If Giannis continues to shoot the three and have confidence in it, I I can definitely see them being a threat. I do want to say my Miami Heat has been playing very very well. 
Nun and Hero has been so surprising. We beat and the Suns. Everybody we, was asking, are the Suns legit? Then when we beat them, everybody was saying they're trash. I don't, I don't think, get it. I don't think the Suns are trash. I feel like the Suns, if they keep it up, will fight for that six, seven, eight spot in the West because they just have the natural-born talent. Exactly. And then it takes a lot of tanking to get to where they at. When you tank that long and you get these players, you, just, you should win. So... The Heat, what you were talking about, us going to championship, I do not feel we're a championship team. We got to get another point, not a point guard because we got none. But we got to get a big. We got to either get a big or a wing. Like, we got to get some. We got to get uh, uh, a I definitely type feel player. like we have a need for extra scoring. Yeah, we need scoring, like, badly. I feel like in this East, we can make a run. Like, I don't know. I feel like anything can happen, like... The way Joel and B finished the season last year, that could happen again. And we could definitely make that. Like, we could luck our way into the final. I feel like us in Boston, us, Boston, Philadelphia, and um, Brooklyn, maybe. Depending on how Kyrie plays in the playoffs. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I mean, I don't say they can make the finals, but I think they can be a tough team to, of course, to put out. Of course, but I don't see Brooklyn doing much. I think they're going to be an average team, a playoff team. K- K- Kyrie going to dominate the ball, have a high usage rate, get, go to an all-star game, and win like 40, 50 games and lose in the first, second round. And then when KD come back, depending on how KD come back, then we can talk about them. I do feel Boston, how they're looking. Gordon Hayward just got hurt, broke his hand. But if they can maintain the shit for about a month without him, I feel like they can be the team to go to the finals out, out of the East besides them, Philadelphia. I feel like I picked Boston. Yeah. I want to say I did. I mean, the East is pretty much... The East is much more to talk about than the West because when I look into the West, it's probably it's pretty much the exact same way that pretty much all of us discussed, discussed it. The only difference... I did predict Dallas to be better and good. People didn't believe in me when I was talking about... Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis actually being good together and actually making the playoffs. And they was like, nah, nah, that's not going to work. But Porzingis has come back healthy, bigger, stronger, and learning his role with the team. Luka Doncic has been playing absolutely crazy. So I feel like they will continue that in the whole season because they're both of them are all-star level players. I think people forget how good Kristaps Porzingis was before he got hurt. And when you add him... 20 more pounds heavier and healthy, you know, can't get much better than that. Denver, Houston, the Clippers, Utah, you know, they are, they're doing what we all expect them to do, you know, be elite. And we got Phoenix, who's been a surprising team. We already discussed them. Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns. The only highlight I know him is getting wrestled up with Joel Embiid and getting mm-hmm. trashed on mm-hmm. social media. He said, we're sleeping on, we're sleeping on him. Kendrick Perkins said he's sleeping on him with the AC on. Um, we that's that good nap. Good nap. They're five and three right now, and they're the eight seed. When they won three games and was three and zero, he posted a picture. Carl Anthony Towns posted a picture of them at the top of the standings, talking about y'all still sleep. Fast forward two weeks later, y'all still y'all went right back to the bottom as as the AC. I do not believe in Minnesota. They still only have, no, they beat the Warriors, so they have four wins, right? They got five. Five. I don't believe in Minnesota, not because of Carl Anthony Towns, because Carl Anthony Towns is definitely a top 10 player in the league. Like, dude's a monster. Andrew Wiggins is the person that I don't don't feel like is going to get them anywhere. It's going to be their fallback. And right now, they're above San Antonio, Portland, Sacramento, 
and Oklahoma City for a playoff spot. So I do not feel Minnesota, maybe even Phoenix, will survive long enough throughout the season to be over a San San Antonio and a Portland. I'm going to go with those two because Oklahoma City, Sacramento is in the same boat with Phoenix and Minnesota. But for a whole season worth for the top eight teams in the West, you know you're going to have the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Clippers, the Jazz. I'm going to say the Mavericks making the playoffs. So, Phoenix, Minnesota, I don't see y'all making it in over San Antonio and Portland. Portland started off slow with a three and six start, but they're going to get the ship. They got Dame, of course. And San Antonio's five and four. They're a game behind Minnesota, and they're a great pop of this team with an all star with DeMar DeRozan. You can't tell me they're not going to make it. So, that's pretty much how I view the NBA right now, though. And the sad, disappointing part is Golden State not being. Golden State anymore. There's a lot of injuries. My boy Steph Curry broke his hand. I was supposed to go see him up on my birthday, and that didn't turn out well because he broke his hand. But it's actually a good thing for them because if they can stay at the bottom of the West and get mellow ball and add a, a, a player of his caliber and his size to Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green type offense, it probably would be nasty. He's going to run three. Hmm? He's going to run three. Yeah, six six. So, he, he, you know, he can hold his own. So, and then there will be a big team then, a big team that can score the ball. And his play style is exactly what the Warriors need. It, it will, I'm not saying he's KD. It will remind you of that type of offense, him being that long and able to do that much on the offensive end. And from what I've been hearing in the, the videos, the kid's the real deal, and, and LeVar Ball seemed to, like, held up a lot on him because I guess he learned from the oldest two. And this one is probably the best one out of all three of them. So if Golden State can continue to just lose and... <laughs> Which get, won't be hard for them. Yeah, and get healthy. And then, check this out. You lose, you keep losing, keep out Steph Curry, Draymond Clay, get the number one pick, you get LaMelo, you trade D'Angelo Russell for Andre Drummond. Cause they got uh, Don Maker, don't they? Then they, they, they drafted Willie, somebody. Yeah, and they got Willie Colley Sign. No, I'm saying they. I'm saying the uh, the 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 Pistons. Oh yeah, they just drafted somebody. They, they just drafted him, but but Drummond is in a free agency year, oh. so it's a chance that they might you know re-sign him. But if they don't, you know, Warriors got enough cap space to go get another free agent because they're looking at Giannis, because Giannis is close friends with Steph. So when does Giannis become a free agent? Next year or the year after that. The year after that. If so he's the, if the um if the Bucks win a championship he before then he'll he'll stay. He stay. But if if they don't win the championship and at least make it to the finals, I don't think I don't, I think, don't think so either. But I don't think he should go to Golden State because that's not a good fit. If you like I said I think if, it could work. I, Andre Drummond. He's starting to. I think Andre Drummond will be a blessing to them because he's he's not going to dominate the ball on the offensive end. He's going to get. He's he's I mean, not going to mind. Andre Drummond isn't going to command top dollar. The way he's playing now, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I mean, but his game doesn't really fit the NBA anymore. What it? you mean? This man is eating. Twenty twenty. I mean, yeah, but it's the Pistons. It's the Pistons, but he's still playing other NBA teams. Right, but him. he's like the only person playing. Like no, it was Derek the same. Bro. It was like the same thing when you said about Kevin Love. Like, yeah, he's putting up that's true. numbers, but that's it's a true. trash team. But that's saying, but he has he's asked to be the star in 
Detroit. Kevin Love was also the star. Exactly. But I'm saying you bring Andre Drummond with his talent, you know he's going to rebound. You know he's going to defend. I understand that, but I'm saying I feel like his, I feel like his, his play style doesn't command top dollar. That's what I'm saying. It, It probably don't, but at that point, that's business. They would have to. Right. They would have to decide. So I'm that. saying, I feel like they could do both. They could get Drummond, like under a manageable cap, and then go after Giannis, try to sweet talk him. Uh, that'd be too much. But then again, there's the uh, league. I mean, the uh, cap is gonna go up again. Yeah, but that's that's gonna be too much. I don't think. I think the Warriors experimented with that, having all these type of stars on one team. It worked, but it didn't work. Like you need to it, keep it. Keep it worked. It, it only reason it didn't work is because KD got hurt and KD emotional. But no, I'm saying even with KD being emotional, if KD wasn't hurt, they still would. They won. still would have won. But I think that I don't think they like the the extra stuff that came with it. Make Steph and Clay your foundation. Keep them your foundation. Don't bring anyone in that's gonna overshadow them or make it a con. You know, you get what I'm saying. Like make them your foundations because they won the championship before anybody else got there for you. They're two of the greatest shooters, if not one, two greatest shooters of all time. You know, both of them top, well, I say Steph is a top 10, 15 player all time. Klay Thompson definitely top 30 all time. So you make them your foundation. You keep Draymond, who, you know, not the best scorer, but still solid defensively. You trade D'Angelo Russell. You get a, you bring in an Andre Drummond who's going to come in and make sure your defense is sound. Your defense is straight. He's going to give you 13, 15 a game with 18 rebounds. Now your defense is straight. Now you don't have to worry about liabilities with Steph because you got Clay, Draymond, Andre Drummond in the back end. And then you drafted LaMelo Ball. Now you got three all, all-world all type scores. You got a solid defense. And now you can now you got extra to build off that bench again. Now you're making the 2010 Warriors lineup again. And I feel it. I just... I think I think people get obsessed with you got to have stars. You don't need a bunch of stars. You yeah. need a foundation and pieces that's going to work together. Makes sense.